Those are the last sounds Avery Thompson made before the Chinatown Cannibal killed her. Welcome back to the Fix No Serial Kills podcast. I'm your host, Dean. Today we'll be talking about a Chinatown Cannibal. Whose killing spree lasted from 1981 to 2003. He was executed in 2012. Now for intro out of the way. A quick discussion. This video contains um, depictions of violence, cannibalism, and abuse. Viewer discretion is advised. Charles Mason was born on February 18th, 1948. He was born into a wealthy family. His father, Abraham Mason, was a very important political figure in his small town in New York. He lived there with his mom and dad until he was 10 years old when his mother and father divorced. His mother sued for custody, however she lost due to his father already having his two sisters and his older brother. Charles always had issues as a kid. When he was 12, he got into a, he got into a fight in middle school that left him with his skull on his face particularly on his eye, while he had broken the other kid's nose, making him expelled from the school. He enrolled in a different school, and he was always different from the other kids, one of his teachers talked about. He would always be cryptic, and he would often spend a lot of his time walking, just walking in the hallways, doing he had bad grades, but he never was held back. When he was 14, his younger sister, Judith, had ran away from home. When he was 15, his older brother, Michael, had graduated from high school and left to go to college at a university in Rhode Island, leaving him his older sister, Mary, and his father, Abraham. Abraham would be diagnosed with lung cancer when Charles was 17. However, when Charles was 17, he didn't exactly, you know, finish high school. He dropped out and took a GED so he'd have a high school diploma. When he was 19, his father passed away. He was living with his mother for five years until his mother passed away from tuberculosis. 
which meant Charles had nowhere to live. One of his childhood friends had rented an apartment in New York near Chinatown. So Charles moved there. He lived there until 1981 when his killing started. The first victim was a working girl named Elizabeth Daniels. She had gotten into Charles's car and he drove her down to a parking garage. He then told her to get out and, she, and when she was walking away, he turned off the engine, put on a devil mask, and he grabbed a five-inch steak knife before setting the door and following and following Elizabeth. He caught up to Elizabeth, stabbing her in the back, stabbing her several times before pulling out a handgun and shooting her in the head. No one was in a parking garage, but he left the body. He put his knife and gun back into his car. He took the devil mask off. He threw it into his car before he got into his car and drove off. Police had found the body the next day. Police had not launched the investigation as it wasn't uncommon for a walking girl to be found dead, as they were oftentimes the victims of murders. Later in 1983, it was fall, October 16th. James Edwards was jogging around 11 p.m. when Charles saw him through the window of his car. He started stalking him. When he had gotten out of the city for a while, Charles stopped his car and turned it on and ran into the jogger at full speed. The jogger tried crawling away, but Charles had put on the devil mask and grabbed the gun. He then shot the jogger four times into the head before leaving the jogger's dead body on the side of the road. He got back into his car and drove off. By 1985, he had moved out of his friend's apartment and got his own apartment, this time in Chinatown. He was working at a Chinatown deli. However, his boss was a total jerk, he said. So, I killed him with the words of a Chinatown cannibal. And in 1985, when he was filed, well, when he wasn't filed, he wasn't filed, but he was reprimanded. That's when he got the nickname, the Chinatown Cannibal, as he had hit his boss over the head of a tire on after hours. He threw him under the trunk of his car and drove off. He then took him to an abandoned sawmill 16 miles away from New York. The killer said he had used a machete, a butcher knife, and a few scalpels. He had taken the... He had taken the... He had taken the guts out of his boss. In 1987, Charles married 
a waitress at his deli who was named Michelle Vipel. Yeah. However, in 1989, she died. However, it wasn't Charles' doing. She was killed in a hit in, in a car crash where the other person was not was not convicted guilty of manslaughter, which sent Charles over the edge. He found everyone involved. He killed them and ate them. He also tried hunting down for jewelry. And once they realized what was going on by the time of two of the year two thousand and two, he was arrested on January sixth. 2003. He, police were able to only tie him to 10 murders, even though he, even though he pleaded guilty to 50 murders in his trial in 2004. He was sentenced to death by lethal injection in the mid-2010s. However, in 2008, he had tried appealing his sentence, which, did, which didn't work, and he tried appealing his sentence once more in 2009, which failed. As he realized that he'd be taking his final breaths, he gave up. The Chinatown Cannibal might be one of the most sadistic killers we've covered, but I hope, but stick around until the next segment, so you find out the next kill we'll be covering. Now to the outro. Welcome to the outro. And this is where I tell you what kill we'll be covering next time. The kill we'll be covering next time is the... is the Neville Sleep. The Neville Sleeper was a kill in the in minute in Canada from 2006 to 2010. We'll be covering him next time. Peace out.